Pulp MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Keeper Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Keeper Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Howdy, everybody. Welcome in. This is Chris Kiefer, and you are entered into the one and only Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. If you guys want to get some stuff for your motorcycles, you can go to RockyMountainATVMC.com or preferably go to KieferInkTesting.com and click on the RMATVMC banner. And that leads you back to their site. You do your shopping, whatever you need, and it gives us a slice of what you guys are purchasing. So thank you for the people that are actually doing that. And if you are not doing that, or if you have a buddy that is not doing that, yell at them first, preferably with one or two cuss words inside of that baggage of yelling, and then tell them, please, you know, kill them, you know, give them a little bit of uh, some salt and then hit them with some sweet, you know, and just say, hey, please, Kiefer loves it if you go just click on that banner. So um, low prices, unparalleled customer service, free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. You guys should be doing that right now, and uh, thank you for those that have been doing that. We see what you guys are purchasing, and it has been great. And if you guys want to look cool, dress for the crash, not the ride, fxrracing.com. Click anything over there and save yourself 35% by using KKMX35, all caps, KKMX35. That'll save you 35% off gear and possibly some streetwear. No snowmobile gear, sorry for the people that like to snowmobile. I don't can't can't give you percentages off of that. But if you want a collaborated FXR six D helmet, use the code KKMX6D and that'll help you with that. And if you guys want to use a six D discount code, you like the guys over at six D helmets, we have a code for you guys as well. Kiefer twenty three is that code for over at six D helmets.com. But yeah, FXR, they have uh, great stuff. Helium, Revo line are some of Aiden and I favorite gear, so go check that out. They have some new limited edition Helium stuff coming out in Daytona. It's going to be awesome. I have that sitting in my shop and can't wait to wear that. So I've been chomping at the bit, but can't quite use it yet because that'll be premature, and that is the story of my life. My child is here with me in the studio, so we will not go further into that conversation, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Last but not least for our presenting sponsors, REP Suspension. Mark and the guys over there within AEO Power Sports, REP, those guys do magic work with suspension, especially KTM Husqvarna's gas gases. Just dropped off a set of YZ450F suspension to him. Um, I'm taking my KTM uh, 450SXF back to stock. He is putting um, the 6500 kit standard where I was at before, putting that back in so I can give it back to KTM. And uh, he has all different kinds of settings for 6,500 kit drop-ins. He has uh, the cone valve setting. You guys want a plush setting on your steel frame bikes? Because trust me, these steel frame bikes nowadays are really stiff, rigid feeling. They're not like the old school steel frames where they're soft and wallowy. So Mark can help you out over there. And if you got a Japanese mic, he can do all those too. So uh, go check out REP Suspension and use the code KKREP to knock yourself off 100 bucks off of parts if you're getting a revalve. That's a great deal. Thank you to all of my 2023 sponsors. 
Power Motorsports, Works Connection, Lit Pro, Blood Lubricants, 6D Helmets, International Vet Motocross, which is oldtimersmx.com, Dunlop Motorsports, Pro Taper, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Decal Works, the official graphic and preprints, or the die cuts. Aiden hates them. I love them. They're easy. They work. They're official. No one's going to sweat you. They're easy to put on. You're not going to cuss. Um, so, yeah, Decal Works, the official graphic and numbers of Kiefer Inc. testing. And a couple guys I want to shout out that are not official sponsors of the show, but I use the products and I love them. Alpine Star Boots. I'm currently wearing a Tech 7 all week because I am in uh, testing hell this week. So Tech 7 is a great boot for me for long days. It's lightweight, and uh, I like that for long days on the bike and feel. And Oakley Air Brakes, the best goggle in motocross, Aiden. <laughs> Oakley Air Brakes. You want to get some Oakleys, you go to Rocky Mountain, and they have them over there. Um, I am a huge clear lens guy, but... It's hard, man. It's hard to beat an Oakley goggle. I know they're a little pricey, but uh, gosh dang it. I, I pay for them myself. So Pay to play. I love it. You're not an Oakley guy. No. That's so sad. Scott, all the way. Oh, John Knowles. Yeah, boy. Yeah, John. I like John. I like John, He's too. a nice guy. John's a great uh, guy. Enter Aiden Kiefer. We are here in the studio to talk about the area qualifier, you know, if you want to get technical, the Loretta Lynn area qualifier in Mesquite. Arizona. Why, why I'm going to be working at McDonald's now this week? Uh, you know, we're going to get to that. But a lot of people texted me on Monday morning, concerned about you. Why? Uh, because it's your caption on Instagram sounded real emo. You read it and you said it was fine. I, but see, I understand the humor. I think people didn't know didn't that you were half it. joking, and you were really on suicide watch. Mm. So we're going to get to that. Mom but, asked me the same question yesterday too. Right. <laughs> I'm so like, maybe why you should have put maybe you should put laugh emojis inside of these captions. Well, when you say someone's gonna work at McDonald's, I mean, like that could you, be serious. There's can't, actual can't people get the that joke. Well, no. Here's the deal: McDonald's is a viable job nowadays. It is. It's no hate comms towards no, people that no. work at McDonald's. No hate comms. No. And you got a job. They're contributing to society. You could just be leeching off the system. They're not. They're working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. But no, we were. I was kidding. I was so kidding. we're gonna talk about Aiden's McDonald's situation yep. but this show is all about the Loretta Lynn qualifier what went ha what happened what went down how it was ran um a lot of you guys like these type of shows I don't do them all the time like we race a lot but I don't do them at every single race we are getting ready to go to Texas spring national so I am going to bring the podcast equipment are we we're going to do like we did at Loretta's yep Every we're going to do something after each day we're going to get some riders and we're going to talk maybe set up a little studio inside I don't know what we're going to do. We don't have a motorhome, so maybe we'll do it inside the van. We'll, we'll do something. We'll, we'll, we'll rig it we'll up. We'll figure it out. It's going to be janky, but yep. we're going to have a show for each uh, amateur day over in Freestone and Spring-a-Ding. I don't like saying that. It sounds lame. It's Spring-a-Ding. Spring-a-Ding. Is, is that the actual, what it's called? Yeah. Is there a, what city is it in? I don't know. I don't Can know. Can we call it just where it's at, like Freestone, like? Well, Freestone is just called Freestone. Because that's the name of the track. But what track are we going to? What's Spring Underground. Okay. Underground. Underground. I like that better. We're going to go to Underground. Underground. Spring a ding sounds like I'm five years old. Hey, yeah, that's what, race, quack, 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 quack. That's, what the, that's what the race is called. Oh, my God. Is that a verb deal? Yeah. Come on, Wes. Oh, no, no. It's a Moto Playground deal. Oh, Moto Playground. That's I, right. They're both Moto that's Playground, right. though. Who? Oh, they are? Mm-hmm. What is Moto verb, Playground? Verb just helps. That's the. It's like um. It's like Vermoto. It's like an amateur ma magazine? Yeah. Ah, okay. 
Is that like that? The, the what's it called? The nasty one hundred or whatever. Yeah, the, the dirty one hundred. Nasty one hundred. <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, what is it? Top one hundred amateur kids in the. That, how does that? How does that get rated? I don't know. I really. I, I think it's anybody awful. out there that listens to the show and, and knows Moto Playground or you work for Moto Playground, hit me up, Chris at KeeferInkTesting dot com, and tell me how the hell do you rank amateurs? I got I got ranked. You know what I got ranked at? How the hell do you get ranked? I got ranked at city third. When? How? <laughs> I don't know. You don't even get. You don't. No, arrive. they rate. They rate each class. Each class. So like the kids in the you're class. 50, you're fifty third in B class kid. Yeah, I'm fifty third, dude. In B class. Yeah, I'm fifty third. <laughs> Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> a. Hey, Jackson was fourth. In B. In fourth. Yeah, I was fifty third. Well, here's here's the deal. Jackson has raced all these amateur nationals. You have it. Yeah, I know. So I'm surprised you're even on the list. I. Me too. I mean, I'll take fifty third. Actually, no, I, I don't. So should don't. you run number fifty three then? I should. Yeah, I should. Honestly. Hmm. Retire it. So anyway, if you work for Motoplayer, how the hell do you guys rank this shit? Yeah. I'm I'm curious. Like legit curious on how you guys do this. Because some of the rankings don't make Who's sense. Who's number one B class? I don't I don't know. Well, you read the list, so why the hell do you not Ramana. I think it was Romano. Romano has been B forever. I know. It's weird. No, you just haven't looked lately. No. I feel like you're not doing a good enough research. Yes, I am. No, I just not. read the list like a couple months ago. It, Romano has a I know. professional. It's, it's weird. I don't know. So then I think this this Moto Playground 100 or whatever the hell it's called is not a B cl- it's not specific to B class. Yeah. I think it's specific to just all amateurs. No, you can go you can go through each class and look at each class's ratings. Do they have a vet class? Yeah. What am I? I don't know. I'm not on the list. Yeah, I, I believe if you're on I the am list. not top 5 vet guy, I'm going to be pissed. Go look right now. I don't want to look right now. We're going to do a show. But Moto Playground, what am I ranked? I don't know. We, we'll look after this. We'll look. I should it. be ranked uh, top five, you know, top, top two anything. at least. I'm not gonna say anything. I just get myself in trouble. <laughs> Mike Brown should be number one. Yeah, right. Obviously. What about Barry Carson? No. Barry Carson should be number I, one. I smoke Barry's ass. Barry, no, Barry Carson's there. Barry's every a week. legend. Barry's there every week. We're doing current ratings, and we <laughs> have to have current ratings. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Moto Playground, give the vet guys some love. They're the one paying the bills. So. I understand you're trying to like do a young thing, but what about the old dudes? They I'm going to start a magazine just like a vet mag. Like, what should we call it? Old dude, Nine old five. dude amateur racing or something. No, it's got to be like Jackson. You know what Jack Jackson would call it? Electrician and plumbers magazine. These guys will beat your ass. <laughs> yeah, that's Jackson. I didn't say it. Jackson said Jackson. Jackson says uh, every time an old class goes out, it's electrician and plumbers class. I don't want to talk about that either because those guys beat all you guys' ass. So, whatever. Um, all right, so let's talk about the area. So the area went down, well, I should say it was a super area. Yeah. You guys, most of you guys are going to listen to the show that know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm sure you're not just going to pop in this show and be like, okay, what's an area qualifier? You look, at, this is not the show you want to learn about this. No. This is a show about to get behind the scenes of what goes on when we go these damn things yep. as a family. So, uh, super area. We are, I live in Asperia, California, so we have a southwest region, and then there's a midwest that we could go to, which the regional for the midwest is in uh, Hangtown, and the southwest is in Paula. So this area qualified us into either one in case Aiden screws the pooch, and we go to the southwest of Paula. The next weekend is at Hangtown. Um, so Saturday was Midwest qualifier. So- Southwest was on Sunday. Friday was practice. We left on Thursday. We stayed with Steve, had a good time, went to dinner. Um, with uh, with guts. Yep, Andy from guts and the super hot. What was her name? God dang it, I f- McKenna. McKenna, I think yeah. 
McKenzie. McKenzie. No, I think it was McKenna, McKenzie, or something, oh, something like that. Oh, we're jacking anyway, it up, Anyway, so. We're going to get um, so much hate. The girl, what do they call them? The gut sluts. The gut sluts. I didn't make this up, okay? Andy from Guts made this up, so don't email me and hate on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doug, but, and, and they have great sense of humor, so don't take this all serious. Everyone just chill out. Look it. No, I'm no, gonna, she she started calling it that. She started calling it that. We're the gut sluts? Yeah, there's we're two the gut them. sluts. Yeah, there's two of them. So we go to dinner with Steve on Thursday night and Pookie, and Debbie, which is Steve's mom, and then Andy and those guys are up there for the AIM show. There's a big motorcycle show in Vegas, so we just happen, let's all have dinner. And then Andy and his wife come in, and then there's this young, hot, blonde, 23 years old, and Aiden's tripping balls thinking that Andy is, is married up to this young girl. <laughs> I thought they were a throuple. And then she sits down. I, I, she probably will listen to this, but either way, she knows. Uh, she sat down right next to Aiden, and you can immediately tell you got uncomfortable. <laughs> You uh, got I got so uncomfortable. Her, her, her. She had some cleavage out, a low cut top, and I could. You couldn't even look at her in the face, dude, because I felt like when you tried to look at her in the face, your eyes moved down. So he literally, he literally would talk to her facing forward, like she's on the left side and he's just facing forward. Yeah, yeah, I'm having a conversation. You're not even looking at her. You weren't even looking at her. Like, look at her in the face. I couldn't. She man. is a, a human being, Aiden. There's more to her than breasts. <laughs> hey, man. I could I couldn't. I couldn't. So, anyway. Well, I was first tripping balls because they, she she was the first girl to walk in. And then it was... So, you just thought she was hot and it's a girl walking in. No, I thought it was her. And then it was... Um, is it Andy's name? Andy's name? Andy. Andy, yeah. Andy. Yep. Andy Greg. Yep. And they walk in. I didn't Officially see... Officially, not, he's not a sponsor of the show, but we do use their products. Yep. Great. Great, love, great company. Love their seats. Yep. Anyways... Those two walk in. I didn't see the wife walk in at all. Yeah. And then five, and like, I kind of like, I look over for a second and like, I look back and then she, the wife's there and I was tripping balls because I was looking and they both had rings on their finger and they kind of looked the exact same. So I was like, they're a throuple. Oh my God. They're a throuple. This is the mind of a 17 year old kid. Stop putting your feet on that. Um, so we had this dinner. Aiden was a little, it's just funny for me to see these things, right? I'm sure this is not part of the show, but it was just something that I thought it was funny. And uh, we all had a good time because at the end of dinner, I kind of ratted Aiden out. Oh, yeah. He ratted me out hard because I was a little embarrassed. After actually. I got the temperature of the room, they're very cool people. And I just said, look, Aiden was like, what? Because he, he need me under the table while this was going on. So I'm looking over and he's kneeing me. He's like, is this his wife? He's like, was, was this his wife? I'm like, no, it's not. She works at Guts. She answers the phones. If you need to know anything, she's there. Like, she's smart. She knows that she knows what's up. She has a boyfriend. So you guys tripping. She's already taken. She's don't she, worry about she's it. Engaged. His name's Gary. Don't worry about she it. She has a Gary. He seems like he's he's good down. dude. Yep, yep. He's down. He's not basement. She thought he could. He thinks that he was basement. He's not basement. Nope. Andy's basement. Andy's basement. Yeah. Yeah. Andy, I feel like is basement. Sorry, Andy. Should have told you that way you're there in your face. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that was a good night. We had dinner. We went out early for Friday practice. Gary and the crew at RMX. Um, there's Riley, there's Gary, Gavin, Gavin, McCoy wasn't there this time. Nope. I didn't see McCoy. So, um, if you guys aren't familiar with RMX series, they go to Cache Valley, they go to Mesquite, they go to Delta, Delta. It's kind of up in the Idaho, Utah, Arizona area. Yep. Very efficient series. Very, um, down to earth people. Yeah. Very good people. Um, the kids, the boys are really fast. Riley's raced many years. Um, 
Gavin actually won. He, I think he won the overall on Saturday in the 450 Pro class. And he won College Boy, too, I think. Uh, I think so. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, um, so really great people. And the whole, just the whole, when every time I go to Mesquite and race, I know it's going to be ran well. The, 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 the races are on time. Things are, are proper. Like if something goes on, they they immediately kill it. Just for an example, like Aiden was gate two. They had 250B and 250 Pro, 250 Pro off first and then 250B yep. off second gate. There was a big crash involving Noah Viney and some couple other guys. And instead of, you know, dropping the gate and having these B kids screw this whole thing accident up, up yeah. right? They just told all the guys to kill the engines and they're just going to run the next moto. Um, they had the red cross, cross flags out near Noah. Like, it's things that I see that normally don't happen at local races. It's ran efficiently. It's safe. All of these guys that work through Gary and the series, uh, they all ride at some form of another, so they get it. Yeah. It's very rare that you see a gate person. Um, there's always a gate person or two or a gate lady at the gate, you know, tells you what uh, number you are to wait for your gate or to line you up. Very friendly. Yeah. They know what's going on. They all have headsets. Like, they're they're communicative. They're, they're, it's just, it's a nice comfortable feeling when you go there to race the race mm -hmm. and so it was nice to go do our qualifier up there we have gone to other qualifiers which weren't bad they just weren't ran as efficient we've been to uh what's the other track? the paula we've been to what's the track in arizona we went to? uh oh yeah acp 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 which was ran pretty good as yeah, well. yeah it was ran pretty good what's the guy from yellowstone rip rip, rip the gate guy yep, he was rip cool. the gate guy's good yeah. yep um I don't know, the whole RMX series just, I feel like, takes it to another level. And they always have a great turnout, and it's ran efficiently. So if you guys are looking and you're in our area or in the western United States, try some RMX races. They have good competition. There's always a good pro turnout. And if there's not a huge pro, pro turnout, the riders are, are quality. Yep. Um, even the local guys, like Gavin, obviously, they ride the track a lot. They ride at a high level. Gavin races Outdoor National. He's qualified for Outdoor National. So... Chance Hymas, he he grew up through RMX series. Mm -hmm. um, there's been other riders come in and gone through that have success in the pro ranks. So for me, it's one of those uh, series that you guys want to go to, bring your kids, race yourself. If you're an older guy, they have good vet classes. And you can race two or three classes and, and have a great time. Yeah. Now, I will say this. Amateur racing is expensive. Nothing against the RMX people because you go anywhere and it's expensive. Before we even got in the gate, uh, we know we're spending 200 some bucks. And yep. this is just the qualifier situation. So you have your pre-entry, which we sign up through RMX at the area, for the area qualifier. You, you, know, you pre-sign you pre up and you have your 55 bucks or whatever it is to sign up. And then AMA or MX Sports has another fee for a sheet that you have to fill up for the area qualifier, which is an added cost, which we didn't know about until we first started doing this. It was like, oh, we pre-entered. We should be good to go. You go in and everything's fine. No, there's an MX Sports cost as well on top of the promoter fee. Yeah. And then you have a gate fee, right? Yeah. Not to mention we had $700 hotel bills. So when I added all this up, which you don't know about what I did, almost 2000 bucks for the whole weekend, right? Fuel, hotel Entry fee costs, food, 
Yep. All of it. It's two grand. So I feel for some of you guys out there that want to race local races or go to Loretta's, it is a whole undertaking to go race Loretta Lens. It's not just about Loretta Lens and the cost. It's about trying to get there, right? So you have these areas. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't want to say it's a money grab, but it's I mean I don't it kinda, know. It kind of is a money grab. I mean, well, I don't know, man. I, I think they can shorten and just do like one qualifier for Loretta's, have one big qualifier for each region. There's certain things I feel like they shouldn't charge for. Give me an example. Well, I can't give you an example. I feel like some things like they charge for are unnecessary. Well, give me an example. We don't know what the hell you're talking I fi- about. I physically, I physically just can't. But like, I feel like it'll pop up in my head one day. I'd be like, that's unnecessary. Well, I feel like the separate sheets for the MX Sports is kind of unnecessary. Why don't just wrap it all up in one? Yeah, one cost. Yeah, you know, then it then it wouldn't sting as much. Yep. So, I don't know. I, again, I'm not a promoter. I don't know all the ins and outs of it, but I know that the money's coming out of my bank. So I know what other people are feeling, and mm-hmm. other people do it to another level than we do it. I mean, we have a Sprinter van and a trailer. Um, we almost bought a motorhome, but the finances is. Financing for a motorhome right now is Insane. out of control, so I'm not doing a nine percent financing rate for a, for a rig. So we have to to make do at this time. This will be our first full year of going to a lot of amateur nationals. Before we would just go to Loretta's and do some local stuff, and and that's it. But this year, obviously, with Team Green and all these things that you're doing, mm. we're going to obviously Loretta's. We're doing the Texas Spring Nationals. We're doing World Mini. We're doing Cal Classic. There's a lot of races. And I'm not even going to Florida. I, I'm not. Yeah, going. but say, how about the people going to Florida and well, then to Texas? Well, that's what I'm saying. Jackson Pascal and his dad Matt, they're big supporters of all this, and and Matt takes them everywhere. I yeah. just can't afford it. Yeah, there's just no way. Like I have a certain amount of money that I can do, and this is what I got. So we're racing these races. Hopefully, you do good at mm. these races enough to get people's attention and be like, okay, let's help them out more, and that'll take some burden off me and mom. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping for. Mm. This area didn't really show that. No. <laughs> uh, I feel like your prep has been good. Buddy Antonez has been training Aiden. As trainers go, I get a lot of questions about this this subject as well. Which trainer should I go to or which trainer should my kid go to? In the realm of trainers in Southern California, there's a shit ton of them. I feel like, honestly, I feel like the two good trainers in California is Kyle Lewis and Buddy. I feel like those are the two good trainers, I feel like. Because I see Kyle's kids, and Kyle's kids do good. Like, as soon as Sophie started training with Kyle, she yeah. progressed a lot. I think something has to do with if the if the trainer still currently is involved in the sport. Yeah. Um, is around, a, a, around it enough to evolve. Um, I feel like you get these guys that I've ridden. Hey, I used to ride this, and, and I'm a trainer. Now, you're not riding anymore. Yeah. Like, you have to evolve with the sport and know where it's going. Not, you can't have old school technique. Yeah, no, you got to... You kids are different than when we grew up, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to have someone that I feel like, and this is my opinion, I feel like it has done something in the sport, Yep, has accomplished something at a high level, and is still intact with it. Mm-hmm. And that can relate it to you guys. Yeah. And keep it fun. Like for me, if I was your age, I like to grind, so I would want a guy that just to have a lot of riding time and then teach me some technique. Mm-hmm. But for me... Riding a lot always helped me more. Like, I rode a lot as a kid. Yeah. So that helped me. But there is a shit ton of trainers. So if you're looking for someone in your area, and doesn't have to be in Southern California, find someone that is current and can evolve with your child or has evolved, right, within the sport. Because 
if you see a guy, hey, I train people, and you never see him ride, that's suspect to me. Yeah, it's a little questionable. Like, you're not riding. So he doesn't know. Exactly. I mean, yeah. they might know, but you're not riding a dirt bike. Yeah. So how do you how do you evolve? How can you tell this kid to what do to this. do? And then you probably don't even know how to do it yourself. I, I don't know, man. I just feel like I see a lot of pit boards out there when I'm at Glen Helen and a lot of dudes standing around the side of the track, and they're helping these kids. And I'm like, who in the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't cuss. There's probably kids listening to this. But who in the <laughs> hell is that guy? I mean, I don't know, man. That's just my point of view on the things. Like, if you're putting your time and money into your kid and then you're putting your kid with the trainer, I want to make sure it's the right guy. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh, you also want a trainer, too, that's not going to baby you. If you do something wrong, he's going to coddle you. Like call buddy, you out. Yeah. Like, Buddy calls me out. Like, the other day... uh we were doing motos, and I, I think I fell one moto, and he's like, what the hell was that? Like, that was that was stupid. Good. Yeah. And that's I want him reason. to treat you like I would treat you. Yeah, and that's another reason why I like Buddy, because he calls you out. Yeah. Because if you just say, oh, man, it's okay, do better next time, you're never going to learn. Yeah. And if you kids out there listening to this thinking some pressure, you're feeling pressure in amateurs, wait until you turn pro, or if you want to turn pro. Mm-hmm. That's pressure. Yeah. We're going to talk about that, too. I don't want to bring that up. Okay. Um, so... We get there on Friday. We had practice. Mesquite, if you haven't been there, just the track in general, it is my favorite track within four hours from my house. I feel like it's the closest to East Coast conditions that we can get here in Southern California. I haven't been to Northern California enough, and I'm going to piss Zeb off because we never go see Zeb's tracks up there. Yep. But they are soft up there. But for me, the places that I have been to, this is my favorite track because it is ruddy. It is deep. It is square edge. It is rough. It has rocks. It has everything. It has hard. It has everything that Loretta's has. Yeah. If you are looking for conditions similar to Loretta's and you're in Southern California area, Mesquite is the place to go because it is a tighter track. It's not very fast. Mm-hmm. And you have to pick between eight to ten ruts in a corner. And Loretta's is similar. Yep. You have to think because you may have a smooth line on the outside, but there's a choppy inside rut. That's deep as hell. And you got... But you still... It's going to be faster to go through it, and you got to suck it up and go through it. Yep. Because it's faster. But your body and mind are telling you don't do that because it's so shitty. But the stopwatch says you better do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for me, this is a great track to go to. Aiden and I rent the track, I don't know, every month or so just to go up there and feel soft conditions. So I do a lot of testing up there. I just did a garage build recently up there with Racer X. So again, Mesquite, MX, great facility, great people. And the track is is really good for you to learn off. A lot of guys struggled over the weekend. I struggled big. A lot of guys that are good riders struggled, struggled. because of the track conditions. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Mesquite. So Saturday was the the Midwest. Yep. I raced. We're not going to talk about much about me because no one gives a shit. I rode plus twenty five junior and forty, which is uh, whatever. I don't think I'm racing Loretta's this year. So it's just I'm there. I'm the type of guy that I have to do something. I'm here for Aiden. I'll do whatever I need to do for Aiden. But Aiden has a certain responsibility that I let him do on his own. I'm not babying him throughout the day, at least right now. We're not at a level where I need everything needs to be done for Aiden. We're at a level where Aiden can, I feel, and this is how my family works, Aiden can do some of his own shit. He can fill his gas tank up. He can lube his own chain. He can scrape. We help him scrape mud off. But he can do a lot of his own shit. I'm not going to sit there and baby him the whole time there's going to be a time where he's going to get all of that done but at right now 
we're not there yet. He has to earn that, and that's how I function. So I simply race because I just can't sit around all day. Yeah. I need to do something. And I still love to ride and race, and I think for my business and what I do, I need to be out there and race and do these things. I meet a lot of great older dudes when I race with them. Um, the 25 class is a lot younger than where I'm at right now, but it's fun for me to, uh, to race. It's a challenge. It's more of a challenge than the 40 class. So, um, it was fun for me to race and ride. I'm, I was tired because now I have testing all week this week, but for me, it's more of a rewarding day when we both ride and it helps us talk about the track Mm -hmm. because I know what you're feeling. So if you come in and tell me something, I can feel it. I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Do you think that's an advantage? Uh, yeah, at times, yeah. At times? Yes. So there's times that's not an advantage? Um, sometimes I feel like it doesn't really do much, but like this weekend I feel like it did a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of lines, right? Yeah. Um, especially when I have a race before you and I can kind of say, hey man, this is where you need to go and you haven't been on the track in a while. Yeah. And it's changed. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think that's a huge advantage because you already know it. Like, there's no guesswork. No. You already know where to go. Yep. Um... Thank you to Michael Allen for the whiteboard in our van, so now we can draw the track on our whiteboard whiteboard and explain where we're at. Yep, Janky Mike coming Janky in. Mike. Janky Mike. Um, so break us down your Saturday real quick, and tell us the classes that you <laughs> raced. So I raced 250B, Schoolboy 2, and then 450B. Um, so first moto, I came off the start. I got a bad start. I was probably mid-pack. I made my way up. Second lap, um, I went to go past this kid, and I had I just had enough uh, enough wheel to the point where you should go. Yeah, I should probably shut off at this point because this kid already has it, and I was already in the rut. Should we explain this at all? I mean, should we keep it inside the family? No, nah, I don't. I mean, I don't really care. Here's I'm a weird dude. Yeah, look at yeah. I'm fun. I'm honest, but sometimes I just get names inside of my head, and then that name will stick inside of my head for two to three weeks. Yep. And, and then sometimes annoying. my family just gets old. They're like, dude, shut up. Yeah. Like, you're talking. So, Runkles, Jake Runkles. There was Runkles Nation in our house for, for a long time, and only because I like the name. There is a jackhammer jersey sitting right behind you. For no, and the kid's a C-class rider. I don't give a shit. I like the name, Jackhammer. So I got his jersey. I like people's names, right? Yeah. So, before this event, you know, there was this kid named Glather. What's his name? Jack? Jack. Don't know anything about him. Yep. Just just seen him around. But Glather was just like a, a weird name for me. So I just, dude, Glath. So Glath, that name was around our house for a while. So when Aiden was re- getting ready to race, I'm like, dude, don't get Glathed. As in like, don't let Glather beat you. Like a fun thing. So, dude, you're going to get Glathed. So then mom starts in on you. Yeah. So first, so now you're already... I'm pissed. It's probably not the smartest thing for me to do as a parent that has a kid racing. But, you know, we just antagonize it and do it. Don't get glazed this weekend. You're going to get glazed. <laughs> don't, I mean, again, don't know nothing about the kid. Could be a nice kid. Like, it's nothing against the kid. We're just, I'm an idiot. And I just say dumb shit. And sometimes that dumb shit leads, leads to, to what the, just well, happened. Well, I, I don't think that was coincidence. I mean, yeah, was that, it? that was coincidence. Like, there's no way... Like, the kid, I mean, the kid's a nice kid, rides good. Like, he's a local area up there, right? He lives yeah, kind of he lives in St. George, I think. Okay. Um, so, yeah, anyway, go on. It's just, yeah. So anyway, just finish, finish the story. Wrong place, wrong time. So, this kid. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I had a. It was, crappy start. Yeah, crappy start. 
uh, second lap, worked my way up, was about to pass for pass into third because this kid was in third, and uh, I come into this left hander, and this left hander is like a sweeping corner. And then I have a straightaway, but the way the straightaway was, you're still kind of like on the edge of your tires, still kind of like it's like a to, it's like a sweeper all the way around. Yeah, so every the main line was going all the way out and then cutting across. I cut on the inside because it was a shorter way to the corner, and he went outside. I went inside, and I came in, and I just had enough of a length, of, uh, like a a wheel. <laughs> Shut up! I had just enough of a wheel to where I thought, you know, what? he's he's gonna shut off and he's gonna move out of the way, you know. Nope. I, I get into the rut, and then he got into the rut, and two bikes cannot fit into one rut, so then we both... He went one way, I went the other way. I get, I get back up quick. I get back to my bike, and he's like, what the fuck? He's, like, throwing his hands up. He's like, what the fuck? And I'm, like, I'm trying to start my bike, and as soon as I start my bike and I get ready to go, he runs at me and, like, tries to fight. You, you didn't say anything? No, I said nothing. I feel like you said something to him no, to piss him off more. I said nothing. So I get back on my bike and I go and I'm riding. I'm like, did he just try to run at me? Like, did he, did that really just try to happen? So then I, I, I finish. I get back. I caught up to third again. Got third. Um, okay, stop right there. So the end of the moto, right? End of the moto. So me and mom are watching this go down, and and then as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh my god, great. So then mom's pissed off at me. See what you did? See what you did? This is all because of you saying the kid's name for fucking two and a half weeks. So then Aiden sees red because the kid's in front of him. I did, I did, I did, I did. So look it. It was Aiden's fault. Aiden did stupid. That was It, it wasn't enough room for what he did, right? If he's going to make a pass, he should have been a rut over, but he went in the same rut as the kid. And I think naturally, natural instinct was the kid kind of felt Aiden on the inside, so he gassed it more to protect what he had. Well, Aiden didn't let off either. And again, two bikes in one rut. They're not fit. quite the same. They don't fit. <laughs> so they, they go boom, and then all that shit happened. So when we got back to the truck, I immediately told Aiden, you know, and, and of course Aiden gets all pissed off like it's not his fault at first. And I go, dude, you got you got to think about this for a second. That was your fault. You it didn't dove even feel in. like my fault because in the I moment- watched it. We had it on film. We saw it. That was your bad. You went in the rut. You weren't. Enough. You weren't far enough ahead of the kid. Well, it feels different. Did. It feels different when you're in when you're right next to the kid. Stop. And you see your bar is in front of his bars. That doesn't mean that you're going to be able. You still got a bike length. If you had a full bike length, then yes, you could do it. But a half a bike length isn't going to work inside the same rut. Well, to me, I feel like I had the pass, and he should have shut off. So this is the part where it's good for me that I race, <laughs> that I understand. I know when he's bullshitting because I've been there. I know what it's about. So we we discussed it. Said you need to go apologize to that kid. Yeah, so that's I went. On you. I went and apologized, and he's like, "Ah, oh, it's fine. You know, it's racing." Probably, incident. it probably really wasn't fine. Just telling you that. Yeah, and then and then he made a joke. He's like, "My my visor came off. You got to buy me a new visor." But yeah, he got his visor. Get him yeah. a Thor visor. Was he Thor helmet? No, it was Alpine Star helmet. Oh, I got plenty of those. We'll we'll hook you up with some. Uh, hey, Glath, Glath, <laughs> we'll hook you up with some visors. I got visors here. So then and then and then you literally you can't make this up again either. So next, literally the next motor right after, right? Whole shot, I come out of the left-hander, I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. It's going to be a good moto. Come out of the left-hander, next thing you know, I, I'm wide open, and then I stop. And it just gets stopped, and I hear, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what the hell? I hear someone go, ah, 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 and I'm like, what the, and like, so I kind of like hop off my bike, and I look back, and same kid, same kid in my rear wheel. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me right now. Like, you can't make this up. Poor kid. This poor kid. <laughs> 
So we're, so we're not going to say his name around. We're done. We're done with that. I'm like, I'm we're like, gonna come up with a new name. So if you have a cool name, hit me up. We might use your name for a while. So Jackhammer's still here. Jackhammer's going to be hard to beat. Jackhammer's going to be hard. You good? Don't get hammered. Okay. That's just worse. Perfect. <laughs> I hope Jackhammer gets good and you race, you race him because I'm going to say, dude, don't let, don't get hammered. <laughs> Hammer's going to drop the nail on your ass, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so then, um. Yeah, we don't need to play by play, but yeah, but so then I get back going. I think I worked my way at the fifth, and then the rest of the day I just I uh, I think I whole shotted two more motos after that, and then I got I got seconds. Jace Jace Alred was ripping this weekend. He's a local kid from there. He rips there. Yep. Uh, He beat. He got my ass beat by him this weekend. You got blacked. I no, I didn't get blacked. You didn't get blacked. No, on Saturday. Uh I thought you got blacked. No, no, no. It was seconds, and then where did uh, he finish? Sorry. I got black. I got black. I got blacked on Sunday. Though. Got black I got blacked Sunday. Mm. So yep, the rest of the day I just got seconds. Um, just struggled coming out of like coming, uh, coming out of ruts. I was really looking down because in California, out here in they don't they don't SoCal, stand out. Yeah, we don't we don't have those type of conditions that we have out here. So what he's explaining is there's a rut coming in through the corner, and then acceleration rut like so there is a rut for literally almost 50 feet out of the corner so yeah. natural instinct is to kind of go in the rut lean and then as the rut kind of goes away you kind of can float your bike around well yeah. you're locked into this thing down the straightaway so you mm-hmm. have to stand up your bike straight and that's how like every corner was too it was it wasn't just a couple corners that's how every corner was and then if you try to go offline to find a shallow rut it would lead back into the to the acceleration rut coming out so it was it was a really uh, – it wasn't a point-and-shoot track. It was a uh, – you're in this line, you're in this line for a while. And then and then whatever line you picked was leading that to the next corner if it was – the corner was shorter. Mm-hmm. So I really struggled with that all day, and I kept dabbing my foot a lot. And we have Aiden. So Aiden's, Aiden is on a KX250. You can probably go to keyforingtesting.com later this week, and there will be a what we called weekend uh, race setup where I put – what we've used, what the specs are, everything that we raced with. Last weekend, I did on my YZ450. This week, I'll do it on Aiden's KX250. So Aiden's uh, engine is built by Jamie at Twisted. is very fast. His, he has some Pro Circuit A-kit suspension. And he's on some Pro Circuit solid-mounted clamps on the KX250. So his practice bike is not exactly like his race bike, which is partial my fault. Being a test guy, I should know better. But again, money is not flowing as freely as yeah. as it should be. So he has what he has, right? So that bike is a lot faster. It's a little bit more rigid. I've ridden it. I'm out on solid mounts. Like, I'm sorry. I'm out on solid mounted clamps. I can't do it. I feel like some of that is the problem. It's very edgy there. So for me, I think the combination of having a fast machine and it's a little bit stiffer nature because of this A-kit, which we took off and Aiden's getting us a softer setting with less low speed and the shock and the fork now. Um, so I feel like we've learned something. Even though you didn't do great, you learned. And this mm-hmm. is helping, going to evolve you later on. And it will help in Texas, I feel like, because the setting will be better. Um, oh, and then and then we had we had the engine mounts on. I took those off, too. Works chassis labs? Yep. I just had the engine. I just had the engine The hangers. top. Yeah, I just had the top ones. So Works chassis labs does have some new engine hangers that we're going to try um, that the Pro Circuit race team is using. So we're going to try those um, with this A-kit stuff that I feel like it'll help some of that rigidity. Um, but we had some of the older ones on. I think uh, 
didn't quite work as well as it should for the setup that we have. So we're going to revisit some of that. After Texas, probably. Yep. Um, but these are the things that you learn while you race, and that's why you race a lot. When I was growing up, I didn't get to race a lot. I just kind of went to these big races and practiced a lot before then, and it just didn't work out. So racecraft is one of Aiden's weaknesses, some of the mental things that he has to go through to learn at some of his weakness. So I have him write these things down on the way home so he has them so he can look at them to get better. So if you your family has a long drive home, make your freaking kid write down five negatives and five positives of, for the weekend, and then you guys discuss this on the way home as a family if you're serious about this stuff. So if it's just fun, whatever. I'm just talking about if you guys take it serious like we do, these are the things that actually help communicate, make your child speak because they're all freaking mutes. Aiden's a mute. They just sit in their phones. They don't talk. I don't know what the hell's going on. I force you to talk because it's going to help you say it out loud. If you think nothing's wrong or I just sucked, you're never going to get any better. And you got to read. For me, I'm a visual person. Most men are. You have it in front of you in a, on a piece of paper. It's easy to digest versus, yeah, I have it in my head. No, that doesn't work, right? Mm. Have it written down. Learn from it. Okay, I need to be make better decisions. I'm not going to hit Glather's rut when I'm a half a bike length in front of him. Or, you know, I need to get a better start. I need to take this line when I should be over here. Just things like that. Yep. That'll help. Hey, guys, we'll be right back. We're going to do some commercials right now. Stay tuned. There's some discount codes inside these things. And uh, we'll be right back with the show. ScreenPrintingDone.com My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. If you guys are looking for some great oil, the Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here. 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in. And I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, 
uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar. But yet, I want it to be strong, and Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, ProTaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So ProTaper.com. They have race-cut grips. They have sprockets. They have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. So go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA. Maine, California, Florida, Washington, just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Ta- Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. 
super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lit Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to Lit Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LitProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to OldTimersMX.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon, but several races over several months all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time, and let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself, but hey, you got to go do it. You got to go check them out. Right now, go to oldtimersmx.com. But again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com. And we'll get you out there and have some fun and get some gate drops. All right, guys, we're back. Sorry for the delay. And uh, we're talking about the area qualifier. Uh, all right, so Sunday is when it got heated. Yeah, I thought Saturday was heated. Sunday is when it really shit it really hit the fan. <laughs> it really hit the fan. So w- we decided let's switch bikes. We have his other bike that's stock, just a pipe yeah. on it and uh some fuel. Some fuel. That that's it. That's it. So I wanted to try a slower bike to see if Aiden would do better on Sunday, which you know, and we had stock suspension. Yeah. Straight from Cowie. We didn't put the Pro Circuit Nothing reval stuff it's on li- it. The whole bike itself was just stock. So was it better for you? Did you did you feel uh, like it was better? I did feel like it was a little better. I feel like I could ride the bike a little harder. And it actually would want to lean in the corners. On Besides my Saturday bike, it uh, I kept wanting to stand the bike up halfway, uh, area two and three of the corner. Yeah. So that's another uh, way I was struggling on Saturday. So Sunday, I raced that bike. Well, we raced it for a little bit. We'll we'll get to why we only raced it for a little bit. But uh-huh. uh, I first moto, uh, whole shot in. Oh no, sorry, not whole shot in. Uh, I got sixth place start, passed my way into first, was winning half the moto. I got passed with two laps left. Um, again, Jace ripping. Mm-hmm. It was very. It's very hard to beat him there. Uh, so I feel like that that was a that was a good moto for me. Uh, having to pass my way into first and then leading half the race. Which speed was not a problem. It's just I just made too many mistakes, like dabbing my foot. So your problem is middle of the races. Yeah, you're good at the beginning, middle you kind of fall apart, and in the end you're usually good. I it's, think I think I just get I think I get too comfortable in the middle. Well, I don't understand how you could get comfortable if you're not winning. I was winning, but even if someone's in your ass, I wouldn't be comfortable. Well, I still like I just like I I don't know like what it is I just like 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 stop saying uh and like just talk <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just, I just don't. I, I don't know. It's, it's a weird. It's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's well, you got to figure it out. Here's the thing with Aiden. I settle. I settle too much. Why are you settling? You should just want to pull away, and then if you have a ten second lead, then you can relax. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just like. 
There's a line where you gotta can't ride over your head to crash, but you gotta push. And then the other opposite end of that, you can't be too complacent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's hard. Riding racing dirt bikes is hard. Mm. Very hard. Um someone asked me, Oh, Aid's doing good, and then I'm honest with you. It was not good. I said, Well, let's see what the middle of the race is like. And then sure shit, you kind of fall apart in the middle of the race. Yeah. And that's that's the thing, and that's when we te- when we practice together. That's your mo as well, like you're very good at the beginning, and then you don't gap me in the middle. At the end, I and then the end is like a little bit more. Yeah. So it's like you need to figure that middle portion out, right? Yeah. If you know it's you know how many laps you're going, you need to like have that in your mind. Okay, I I need to charge my balls off for X amount of laps, and then feel where I'm at with other people, and then. Use that as a gauge to how fast you need to go. Yep. Uh, so the ruts were so deep as the days went on on Sunday. The conditions weren't any different on Sunday, but for whatever reason, the rut is so the ruts are so deep at Mesquite, and there's some rocks inside of that dirt deep down in that it bent two rotors of ours on Aiden's bike. So we rode the stock bike. We thought it was decent. We're like, okay, this could be a good thing. And then the second. Or the second moto, whatever the class it was, you bent your rotor. Yeah, I come in. I come into the first turn and my and I have no front brake, and I'm like, "Well, all right, sweet." So then so I crash. Uh, I crashed. I got back up, crashed again. Literally the next lap, got back up, got fourth. Worked my way up back from dead last to fourth. So when you crash, I go back to the trailer. Yeah, I'm out. Mom's yeah, like, I can. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm out. So then, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm out. So I'm already back to the trailer. I go, what happened? He's like, I crashed, and I'm a front brake. I'm like, who'd you hit? So I'm thinking, well, the only way that rotor's going to be bent is if someone hit him off the start or or whatever. He says, no one. So we're like, okay. So we swapped wheels. He goes back out for the next moto. No front brake again. I'm, I, 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 <laughs> I was in third behind second and coming down downhill. And I took like I took like a third like a third right over it, which wasn't even like really that deep coming mm-hmm. out. And lean the bike over. I didn't even lean it over much either. And midway through the turn, I just do a full-on stop. And I'm like, what? So I was like, I thought I pushed my front end at first. But I literally did a full-on stoppy and crashed. I get back up. I go in the next turn. I go to pull on my front brake. I have no front brakes. I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. So whatever line that you were in, you probably took the same line and hit the same thing. So Maybe. in these ruts, deep ruts, you can't lean over too much because then you end up dragging the discs or the peg or whatever it is. You almost got to have a balance inside that rut how far you can lean and be straight up. Yeah. So I'm he just comes like, back, and I'm like, dude, I'm pissed. Yeah. And then we find out it has to be. Then I put two and two together, and I'm like, well, you're bending the, the rotor because I see the rotor that's bent. You're bending it inside the rut. Yeah. But just the way you ride this whole weekend, and it built up until Sunday— I spiked out. Yeah. So with our family, it, I'm not a mini dad. Like I'm not your typical. I don't get. I don't yell a lot. Here's how it is. I put a lot of time and money into you, mm-hmm. and I'm sure other people on this or listening to this podcast can relate. You go to work. You bust your ass. You come home. You got to spend time with your wife. Uh, you got to sign up for these races. You got to work on your kid's bike. You're you're just you have zero time for yourself. Exhausting, right? I'm surrounded by dirt bikes all, all the time. I got to talk about them. I got to type about them. I've got a, a test. I'm a. I don't ever get a break from dirt bikes, mm. which is fine. It's my life. I love it. But it is nice to remove myself at times from that. When I ask you, what do you want to do with your life? You say, I want to be a racer. 
and you ask your kids this, what do you want to do with this? Are we using it just for fun? Are we using it? What do you want to do? What's your end goal? Your end goal is I want to be a professional racer. I want to make money, blah, blah, blah. A slim, slim chance to do that. Very slim, right? Yeah. So you have to do everything and then some to be able to obtain that if it's possible. So with that has to have some accountability. Mm -hmm. You have what you need. I work my balls off to give you what you need, right? And I get a lot of shit for free. These other families don't get that for free. Yeah. But I'm still spending a lot of my money and time. You ride. You do all these things. You don't do anything else but ride a dirt bike. So you're going to have to have some accountability when you don't ride good. I never had pressure from my dad. My dad's like, just try hard. That's all I care about. If I sucked, I sucked. I never got yelled at. He didn't give a shit. And I think that's one of the reasons why I couldn't go up another level in my career because I didn't have someone in my ass. So there is a balance between being a gnarly moto dad and then just being whatever. I don't care. I'm in the middle. Mm -hmm. I'm going to rip your ass at times to hold yourself accountable. So I was in Aiden's ass in front of a couple of his buddies because I don't give a shit. I'm going to be me in front of whoever. I'm not out there throwing things, yelling, MFing you, but I'm going to call it out yeah. right in front of you. And I said, that's an embarrassing ride. That's embarrassing. What you're doing is embarrassing. You don't have to win, but you need to be closer to Jace in that realm. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're good, right? Yeah. So you're not. He works you. Yeah. Works. It comes from back goes through you and pulls you like to me that's unacceptable if you want to become a professional rider you need to be called out if you just want to do this for fun at any time no problem i don't care we'll just go and have a good time and i'll be off your ass and we'll just go and whatever you get is what you get but also with that you're not going to get some of this cool stuff that you have now because you're not going to need it yeah you got all the cool stuff now because you want to become an elite right to become an elite you need to have someone in your ass. Yeah. There's a balance. You don't want to be negative 24-7, but you need to be called out. And I called you out, and I feel like you responded after that. Like you're better. Because then you led laps. You led laps. You almost led four or five laps after that. Yeah. So, like, it you need to get fired up. You're just like a, a five. You need to get fired up a little bit. Have a good time. Talk. Enjoy it. Like, don't be such a mute during the day. But when it comes time to race, let's go. Let's get fired up. This is what you do. Yeah. Right? This is, quote, unquote, your job. Obviously, you're not making any money. But, like, this is what you want to do. So this is why I spike out at times. And then I can relate to families that spike out on their kids. If your kids are walking around with their homies and the dad's scraping and doing all the shit and the kid's out there playing games or walking with this chick or I'm going to go see so-and-so, see you later, and the dad's doing all this work, and then the kid goes racing and he gets six, I'd be pissed too. Yeah. Be a part of what you're doing. Enjoy it. Like, be a part of your family. Be a part of your dad, mom or dad scraping. Me and mom saw mom with two little Cobra dudes, little Cobra kids mm -hmm. on the starting line. She had two boys on the starting line. I'm in staging watching this. Two boys on the starting line. One of these Cobras aren't starting, so she's kicking the shit out of this thing. She's turning it upside down to get the fuel into where it needs to go. A mom. And she's good-looking mom, like, in shape. I'm like, this chick's badass. Flipping the bike, kick, 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 kicking, nothing's happening. A dude tries to kick it. She's taking care of her other kid on the line. This kid is crying because his bike's not starting. She has a stroller off to the side with her daughter, little infant daughter just chilling there, like momming hard, dude. I'm <laughs> tripping balls. I'm like, this chick is badass. 
And the little kid didn't, the bike couldn't run, didn't run. And the little other little kid took off. She took the daughter, took the bike, handled it. They were both back the next moto. Dude, and that is what parents do. And so all we want from you kids is effort. Act like you want it. That's it. You know, just be like, hey, what's up? What's up, man? What's up, what's up, That's how you guys talk. Like a fucking monkey. <laughs> like, just be thankful. As If you're listening to this and you're a kid, tell your parents thank you. Say, you know what? I love you. I love you. Can you say it? Love you. Love you. No. Say it. I love you. Thank you. Thank you for doing all of this shit. I am aware of everything you do. Thank you. Love them. It's not hard. (laughs) And it shows, trust me, try it. If you're a kid, try it. See how your parents react. I bet you they'll chill out because they're like, oh, shit, my kid's aware. He understands what I'm doing for him. Sure, we might have had a bad day, but at least he's understand that, you know, I'm busting my balls. I sucked it up, but I'm not blind to the fact that he or she is busting ass. It's It goes a long way. So anyway, after I barked at Aiden, he did better. We had to go back. We had to resort to the other bike yep. because we ran out of wheels. Yep. We had to borrow a disc from Slade, so thank you, Slade. We'll get you that back. Yep. Only had two discs on me. So uh, went back to the race bike. Still stiff. Yep. Results about the same. You got third. Third, second. Thirds, yeah. The other kid, the black kid was faster. He went through you too. Yeah. How? I sucked. Well, obviously, we, you don't suck, okay? So you got to be like, you, when you write these captions, which we're going to talk about here in a minute, I suck. You don't suck. Let's say, hey, I need to improve here and here and here. I need to get better there. It's yeah. not like you suck. But what about the kids that are in six? So they suck? No. No, that that I was kind of thinking about that other thing. Like, how about the dudes, how about like when Tomac has a bad day and he's getting fifth? How about the dudes behind Tomac going, trying their balls off? How about the dudes that can't make a main event and they're they're doing their best they can, but Tomac says I suck and I got fifth, right? So it's like it's relative. Yeah. So I you just, got some work th- to do, and and look, you can't be scared of work. No, I like getting my ass beat at times. Mike Brown beat my ass. It fires me up. It doesn't make me emo. It makes me like I got to get better. He can do it. He's fifty. I can do it. Yeah. I, I need to do it right. So. I think about that during the day. When I'm walking around the house, I'm at work, I'm in the shop, I'm thinking about, I got my ass beat. Okay, what do I need to do? I need to get on the bicycle. I need to get in the gym. I need to, when I go train and ride at a track, I want to be structured. I want to try to work on my weaknesses. Whatever it is, I want to be better. Don't let getting beat hurt you. Yeah, Let it fire you up. Not to say I like a getting beat, but sometimes, hmm. It wakes you up because you might think you're a bad mofo. You probably came in there like, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. And you got your ass handed. Mm -hmm. Right? That's fine. No problem. Just go back to work. Doesn't mean the next weekend you ride with these guys and you smoke them. Or maybe some kid in fifth that we didn't know about smokes everybody out. Like, it's all, that's what racing's cool about. That's why racing is cool because there's always another week and you can do another moto. And you yeah. could be better, right? Yeah. So you never know. Uh, what else do you want to talk about about the race? Mm, Trying to wrap this thing up here. I feel like mom was good this weekend. She was? 
Yep. Yep. Mom was good. She had food for us. As usual, she's team Aiden still. Rick. She, oh yeah, we'll talk about Rick. She's still still team Aiden. She don't give a shit about me. Yep. I win every moto. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's Whatever. a plumber's and electrician's class, as Jackson says. Whatever. Let me to go race Jackson. I'll do that again too. Yeah, I mean, we already know how that. Yeah. Uh. I'll go race you too. You talk shit. Okay. I'm not scared. Okay. If I get beat, I get beat. I don't care. You guys are supposed to beat me. <laughs> so I have nothing to lose. Yep. Uh, Rick. Heather was good. Thank you, Heather. She's not here. She's at work. But she she's, handles, she's, she handles she's logistics. She's the hotel. Get all the logistics. She's got the times. She knows when our motos are. She does goggles. She gets our gear out. She puts the gear in the, the, the nasty trash bag after we, we're done riding. Um, she handled it very well. She swept. She did She did good. She handled it very well when I was literally the next moto after you. When we were back, when you went, yep. I was literally the next moto. She handled that well. She's sweeping. I think the more races she goes through, the easier it'll be for her. Yep. And the less truly she has in hers, the, the better. I liked It's fun for me racing, coming off the track, and helping you. I think that's cool. Yep. There's not, there's not a lot of father and sons that do that. No. You don't see a lot of fathers taking off the track and other kids racing. No. So for me, I think that's cool. I like to be involved. Yep. Um, we met Rick the Flagger. So Gary, the owner of uh, Mesquite and RMX, told me about Rick. Rick is a 70-year-old man. And if you want to check it out, you can go on my Instagram. And I, I wrote a little caption about Rick. But uh, Gary told me about Rick when we, I was up in the tower just bullshitting with, with him. And he said, this guy, this guy named Rick, flagger up there he's 70 and he just had open heart surgery in january and he's already back flagging and here we are in february 20 yep so he's on time we didn't know anything about rick but every time we pulled into mesquite friday morning it was like really early six no, six, six a.m like five forty-five in the morning he was there rick's car is on top of the hill and if you know mesquite there's a big hill that's his spot to flag so he's on top of the hill ready to go He's clocked in. His shit's ready to rock. He takes his flags home with him. He doesn't turn them in, so he's all straight away ready to go when it's time to uh, start racing. Practice started at 7. Rick's there early. Every morning we pulled in, Rick's car was already there. The sun wasn't even barely up. And um, so as Gary's telling me all this, you know, he said uh, before he had his open-heart surgery, Rick came up to him and said, hey, you know, I'm going to turn in my flags. I'm going to have some surgery, you know. Just want to say thank you, you know, for allowing me to work here, and and hopefully I'll be back. And of course, Gary's like, yeah, your job's here. Don't worry about it. Rick came looking for his flags immediately after his open heart surgery. Wanted to be back at work, and for me, that just tells me a lot about a human being. There's not a lot of that shit going on nowadays. I know I'm old school and get off my lawn and all this shit, but like I try to instill that kind of work ethic, um, honesty, integrity type of human living into Aiden. And uh, so I wanted to have our family as we were leaving go meet Rick. So we met on the way out. All of us shook Rick's hand, told him thank you for the job he'd done. And we appreciate the man he is. And he doesn't have to be the way he is, but, you know, he's out there and the flagger's job is very important. Uh, some of you guys might think just sit there on your phone and lollygag, but honestly, you're you're saving your uh, life depends on those flaggers when you're racing. Yeah, if you have a flagger that does it the right way, it could literally save you from a broken bone or your life. Uh, yeah. I've, and that's another thing, too. I feel like the RMX flaggers, 
They're on it. They're on it. Like, honestly, I trust my life with those flaggers than I do racing at Glen Helen on the weekend. The flaggers were out picking rocks off of the track between motos. Yeah, like, they're into it. Like, they get into it. Like, and then they're, uh, they're not so, like, like, compared to flaggers down here, uh-huh. it's really bad. All they do is, like, they stand around, and then you get the people yelling at the flagger because the kid, some kid crashed, and he's not paying attention. He's on his phone or whatever. Those flaggers are on it, and they're they're always looking out. So I I trust I yeah, trust those. Flaggers. I just appreciate someone that takes pride in their job and whatever it is. Yeah, it's McDonald's, a flagger. I don't give a shit. Yeah, like you take pride in your work. That says something about you. Yeah, right. Uh, so that was the Rick story. I thought was really cool. I posted on my Instagram. I enjoy meeting, hearing stories like this. Like for me, that's what gets me going. I could give a shit about results, uh, writing or whatever. Like when I meet a human and has a story that's that's inspiring to me, and to me, this kind of inspires me to be better as a human being and do good at my work. So, Rick, thank you. You'll never listen to this, but he is a awesome dude, and uh, spent about 15 minutes with him before we left. So, really cool. Gave him some hoodies. I got a picture from Pud. Yep. Uh, sent the hoodie. me. Rick already was there on Monday doing some stuff, and he had the hoodie on, so that was cool. Yep. Um. But, yeah, I mean, and then as we left, we went and stopped at McDonald's because we were hungry. It's not the best race food. I understand that. Uh, but there was a, on McDonald's sign, it said, now hiring. And I, as a joke, I said, yeah, it's where you're going to be fucking working if you don't get your shit together, Aiden. Yep. So we thought it would be ha, ha, ha to take a picture of it in front of like, hey, you know, not the best weekend, but this could be in my future if I don't get pull my head out of my ass. Yeah, but other people thought different. <laughs> well, people thought you were emo really hard on yourself for getting second and third. And and here's I mean, the here's the here's the deal about this. Too. Okay, yeah. We can always paint a picture. I got second. Yay! Yay! So on paper when you see a second, that's a good result. But it it's it doesn't really tell the full story. No. How many good riders were there, right? 3. Okay. Well, sorry. They're, they're, they're all good let's riders. Let's say but five. Okay, We're going to yeah. five. Five, yeah. How many good riders were there? How close were you to the leader? Yeah. There's all these things that, in my moto mind, matter to me. You can tell me you got second. Cool. How close were you to first? Well, you weren't close. Exactly. So, to me, that's not a failure. That's just something we have to work on. It's not what we came to be, yeah. to, to do. Yeah. Right? So, that's our dynamic within our family. So as a joke, that's what we did. Then I got people calling me Monday. Your kid going to be all right? Does he have a, does a razor blade? I'm like, dude, it was more of a joke, but serious in a way like we got to get our shit together. Yeah. So so don't everyone, Aiden's fine. I'm fine. Coldplay was playing earlier this morning, but we're, uh, we're fine. It's not, <laughs> it's not a total loss. We're okay. We're fine. He has good parents. We'll keep him in line. We'll, we'll, we'll be back. Um. And we're, got, we're off to Texas, so hopefully to see you guys at Spring Nationals. That's our area wrap-up. Hope you enjoyed it. We're gonna did you, hold on, did you tell him you're going to choose which race you're going to choose? He's only, only riding one. one. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know yet. Freestone or, what's the other one called? Underground. Underground. Hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Which race should I do? Which is the better race? I say underground. Okay. Let's do, though. But underground is big jobs. What's wrong with freestone? You said you rode freestone before. I have. I liked it. Exactly. Don't you want to ride something that you can't ride? I'm going to ride a bunch of tracks before we start racing. That's what I'm going to. We're going to leave a little early. We're going to ride some buddies' tracks. We're going to ride different. That's what I'm stoked on. Yeah. I get to ride some different dirt, some different tracks, meet some people. I'm all about that. Yep. So that'll be fun. Hopefully we have good weather. Yeah. Because right now it's freezing balls and snowing at our house. 
crazy in the high desert. I thought it was going to be cold back there. But, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you all in Texas. Be safe driving out there. And uh, kudos to all you parents. Happy Hunger Games, you know, <laughs> freaking uh, <laughs> spending all that money and getting your child squared away. Yep. Uh, if you have any questions, always Aiden at KieferIncTesting.com. A-D-E-N. There's no I. Vermoto, screw that up. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. It is fine? It's fine because. Well, that's like someone pulls me at C-H-R-I-S. I'm out. I mean, Just like... learn how to spell my name. That's it. <laughs> that's all. That's what I tell you. When you text people, spell it the right way. Yeah. Don made a swap. That's in my head every time I text someone now because every time back in the day when I didn't care, I'm like, oh, it's just text. He's like, practice makes perfect. So then now when I type, I'm better because I texted better. Yep. Um, A-D-E-N at KieferIncTesting.com if you want to know anything about Aiden, if you're a young dude, uh, if you want to yell at him, if you got glazed, whatever it is. <laughs> if you got any glazed stories, you uh, can hit me up. Chris, K-R-I-S, at KieferInkTesting.com is mine. And, of course, you want to get some merch, you want to talk about women point of view, you want to talk about moto moms, Heather, at KieferInkTesting.com is Heather's. And if you're a mechanic, you got mechanic questions, Eddie, E-D-D-I-E, at KieferInkTesting.com. Hold on, not, not just mechanic questions, RC car questions. You like an RC buff? He is he is, uh, he is sponsored by RC cars, like this guy is gnarly. Mountain bikes, He's questions. He's a practice bike guy, or a race guy, whatever the he's, hell you want to call he's it. He's my guy. And uh, that wraps it up for this week, and uh, we'll see you in Texas. Thank you for joining us. Support the sponsors that support this show. It keeps us up and moving, and uh, protects you guys from... Uh, not knowing the truth out there, because I feel like this is a lot of truth going on within this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe more than you guys need to know about, but it's out there. It's out there now. All right. That's it. Wrap it up. See you. See you guys.